Welcome to a life-transforming experience with the Word of God from Bishop Napoleon Asian. Napoleon Asian is the son of Bishop Dag Heward Mills and the head of the LCI Mission in Cape Town, South Africa. With about 20 years experience in ministry, Bishop Napoleon Asian has been actively involved with the work of God in Ghana, UK, and now a missionary in South Africa. He stands with his father in the ministry, teaching and emphasizing his word with extraordinary grace and faith. Join us now as he delivers the word of God under the anointing. Restore, restore the joy of our salvation. Let your purposes be done. We commit our lives, ourselves, the years and the days ahead unto your hand. That Lord, in your mercies, guide us. Lead us, help us, and bring us through, and let all the glory be unto your holy name, in Jesus' mighty name. And all shall shout and say, Amen, Amen, Amen. Amen. Hallelujah! Somebody put your hands together and give the Lord a shout. Please be seated in heavenly places. Hallelujah. We have a very short time to be here, but I'm sure that God is going to bless you. Amen. Well, we are in May. How many know that we are in May? Or you think that we are about to? We are in May. Hallelujah. And we thank God for the new month. And I'm starting May. This month is also our uh, feeding 527. Okay, feeding. Somebody say feeding five to seven. Put First uh, Thessalonians chapter five, verse number twenty-seven there. So in our church, there's a month, okay, that we everywhere in the denomination, there's a book that we are teaching. Do you understand? what the Bible says. So here Paul wrote to the people in Thessalonica and this is what he said unto them. He said, I charge you by the Lord that this epistle be read unto all the holy brethren. Okay? So sometimes the books are in the Bible but people don't read it. You know, the books that we see in the Bible were the letters that Paul wrote to the different churches and different people to guide them in doing the work of the ministry, the work that God has given them to do. Hallelujah. And you notice that sometimes the, the work is not done or the churches were not doing well because some people don't even bother to read the letters that have been written to them. Even students going to write exams, sometimes they don't read the notes. Meanwhile, that is what they are in school to do. So Paul had to write and charge them. He said, look, now I'm not just asking you to read it. I'm charging you. You are under charge. Hallelujah. That all the brethren, that the books, the epistles, the letters will be read to all the holy brethren. Amen. And we are in a church that by the grace of God, our father, our prophet, and our founder, he's a prolific writer. And he doesn't write about normal life, how to uh, uh, get two billion without working. No, he writes about 
the purposes, how you can fulfill the purposes of God for your life. In fact, he write to Christians and ministers. Hallelujah. And somehow, some of his children don't even know all the books. Okay, so in every year, we take a month that we introduce a, a book. But more importantly, more importantly, to, to cause you to turn your attention to the Bible and to read it. Hallelujah. If you have read some of our father's book, you notice that you cannot read his book without having a Bible. It takes you, the book turns you to the Bible. How many have been there? It's not the kind of book that people are writing their own ideas. It's the explanation and the teachings of the Bible. When you take any book, scriptures that you have not understood, you begin to understand them. Because he explains it in a language that is not difficult to understand. You don't need to have a degree. Maximum grade three, you will be able to read it. Simple sentences. Do you understand? Not to impress, but to understand. Hallelujah. So this month, we are, uh, the book that we are going to be doing is called Fruitfulness. Fruitfulness. Hallelujah. Yeah. So I need everybody to get a copy. I need everybody to get a do, do I have some? And it's one of the new books that he's written. So I'm launching it. I need to launch it. You see, I don't have many copies. So I don't know. You know, anytime you, we launch a book, you actually support his ministry. You give something more than uh, it will cost you to buy. The whole Macarius, this is 60 books, and it's only 1,500. So a book is like, what, 20 or 25 rand. Yeah, and some of the books, when you buy them single, some of them cost 300. Do, do you understand? So the books that he writes is a ministry. It's not for profit making. Hello? Are you here? Because sometimes when people are in church, their mind is roaming. That, hey, are they trying to make money out of me or whatever? Relax. Relax. Tell somebody, relax. If we want to make money, we will sell them one one. And even if we sell one for um, hundred, this will be over 6,000. But his ministry is to help ministers. Hallelujah. And Christians to do well and to know what God will have them to do. That is why we have the library. If you have a pastor, you know a pastor somewhere who is struggling, this is the best gift. Buy the gift and send it to the person. Hello? And the person will thank you many years to come. Hallelujah. But uh, this morning, as I am about to preach, I'm launching this book also, Fruitfulness. And I need some people. We don't have much here. How many more do we have? The, the rest for the pastors. No, I, let me launch it. If people here need it, I will just give it. You want to uh, come for one of your father's books? To be fruitful. It's not free though. You want to pay 
just a thousand rand. Come, come quickly for it. Yeah, come if you want it. I'm launching it. Be fruitful in ministry, in life, in the name of Jesus. Be fruitful in ministry, in life. Who else you want to be fruitful? Believe God. Believe God. This, when we launch it like this, we are supporting. After that, you see that it will become available. God bless you. May you be fruitful in ministry and in life. May it be said about you that you have done well. May your fruit be so much everywhere. In the name of Jesus, God bless you. This one is thousand. Yeah, I'm launching it. After that, it will be available. You wanted to buy. Uh, they will organize. Who is your shepherd? You can sit down with it. They will organize one for you. But I'm launching it after the launch. You know, when we are launching it, it's not like we are selling. After it, we can even, you can, I can even give you free copies. You can see when people get born again, a book that costs uh, 150. I can give hundred, hundreds away. Look, the ministry is not about money. If we want to make money, we know how to make money. I read accounting all my life. So I can operate at a loss. <laughs> I know how to subtract the uh, uh, cost price from the selling price to know what. But when we are launching, we are saying that you want to contribute towards his ministry. You just help him. So if you want, just a thousand. And you don't need to do it if you don't have to. Amen. Amen. But after the lunch, everyone, you will have the opportunity to buy a copy for yourself. Amen. I don't even know how much this one is going to cost because I receive it to launch it. Okay. Okay. So for a very short time, I'm teaching about fruitfulness. The God's purpose for your life is fruitfulness. Tell somebody, God's purpose for my life is fruitfulness. Tell another person, God's purpose for my life is fruitfulness. Last week, we had um, Bishop Peter here preaching. He started from this. What he was preaching was from here. So I'm sure that he's already done. He preached powerfully, and it was a blessing. Amen. Amen. Yeah, if you don't have the message, you can get it, and your life will be blessed as well. So I want to continue uh, from here. Quickly, please turn your Bibles with me to John chapter 15, verse number 16. John chapter 15, verse number 16. Are you there? Can we read it together? One go. A man who is speaking, Jesus. And if you remember, Jesus was talking. 
all the words of Jesus are in red. Have a Bible that you will be able to differentiate the words of Jesus from the words of uh, Paul and Peter and Judas and other people. Hallelujah. So he began from verse very one, verse one. He was talking. He said, I am the true vine, and my father is the husband man. Every branch in me that buried not fruit, he take it away. And every branch that buried fruit, he purged it. Are you there? And that it may bring forth more fruits. Then he continues. Now ye are clean through the word which I have spoken unto you. But jump. Jump from there to verse number 15. Verse number 15 or 14. Maybe even, yeah. I'm reading from verse number 13. Then Jesus, as he was preaching, was talking to his apostles and he said, Greater love has no man than this, that a man laid down his life for his friends. 14, ye are my friends, if ye do whatsoever I command you. You know, they all thought that they were servants, okay? This is our master, rabbi, rabbi. But it got to a place that Jesus told them that I'm promoting you. You are graduating from servanthood into a friend. Hallelujah. You know, if you have worked as a helper or as a cleaner or as a maid, before you notice that you have a boss now your boss may be there and your boss may have friends and when your boss is there and the friends can the friends don't come and work the friend they come and chat they can join your boss to be sipping hundred uh, percent juice as you are busily working and as you are so a friend is different from a servant a servant is at the back and call more often servants don't know don't know what to do. They always have to ask. But if you have a friend, you share intimate things. In fact, friends are even more than brothers and sisters. There are things you will tell a friend that you will not tell your brother. Is it true or correct? There are things that you want only your friends to know. If your brother or your sister know, you will not be happy. Hallelujah. So Jesus told the apostles that, look, if you do whatever I am telling you, if I have told you all the things, if you do it, then you are graduated from being a servant who is sent to bad. It's like your mind, you know what life is about. You know why I came. You know my purpose. You are thinking like me. Then you are no longer a servant, but you become my friend. Hallelujah. Verse number 15. Then he said, Henceforth, I call you not servant, for the servant knoweth not what his Lord doeth, but I have called you what? Friends. For all the things that I have heard of my father, I have made known unto you. Verse number 16, let's take it again. One go. Ye have not chosen me, but I have chosen you and ordain you that you should go and bring forth fruits and that your fruit should remain that whatsoever ye shall ask of the father in my name he may give it amen fantastic so jesus was talking to 
them that don't be worried about what you are going to do. You did not choose me. You did not, I chose you. You remember how somebody called you to come to church? It looks as though uh, it was a mistake for you to come, but God was in it. How he called Peter, he was washing a net. How he called the different people, how he called them. He said, I, I called you, I chose you, and I have ordained you. And I want you to go and bring forth fruits. And the fruit should remain. It is good to have children. But if you are always having miscarriages, then what is the purpose of pregnancy? Do, do you understand? Somebody, you bring people to church, they get born again, but they don't stay. You are just like somebody who is having miscarriage. You shall not suffer miscarriage from today. In the name of Jesus. I said in the name of Jesus. Whatever God blesses you with, you will retain it. The purpose of your life is to be fruitful. The original blessing that God gave Adam and Eve was the, was the blessing of what? Fruitfulness. When God created Adam and Eve into the garden, Bible said he created man in his own image. Genesis. When you go to Genesis, you will see it. So the original blessing that we see in the Bible is the blessing of being fruitful and multiplying. Hallelujah. Amen. And I pray that the original blessing will be your portion. Amen. I said I pray that the original blessing that came over man will come over you. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. That you will be fruitful and you will multiply. Amen. In the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. I said in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Genesis chapter 1. Verse number 27 and 28. And the Bible says, can we read it together? One go. So God created man in his own image. In the image of created he him. Male and female created he them. 28. And God blessed them. Hallelujah. Tell somebody, and God blessed them. And God said unto them, Be hot, fruitful, and multiply, and replenish the earth, and subdue it, and have dominion over the fish of the sea, and over the fowl of the air, and over every living thing that moveth upon the earth. So the original blessing of man is to be fruitful. That's right. And I command you to be fruitful in the name of Jesus. Let every womb here be fruitful. There shall not be a barren womb in the name of Jesus. There shall not be a a, a sterile womb in the name of Jesus. Are you here? The problem of childbirth is broken. At the right time, you will give birth. At the right time, you will not struggle in the name of Jesus. You will not struggle to do well. You will be fruitful in your body. You'll be fruitful in your mind. Fruitfulness is your portion in the name of Jesus. And the fruit is not only. You know, today, Christians have become people who don't want to be fruitful. We just want blessing. Bless me. Bless me. I want this. I want this. That is what we call a blessing. That is what we call fruitfulness. Somebody wants to be fruitful in cars. Want to be fruitful in what? Buildings. 
want to be fruitful in dresses, want to be fruitful in money, fruitful in different things, in children, have a lot of children, have a lot of cars, a lot of money, have a lot of buildings and assets, properties all over. That has become the main aim and the mainstay of Christians today. But the fruitfulness that God was talking about was not only material prosperity. Hello? He was not talking about only being fruitful in money, in cash, but we have stayed. That is what the faith messages have, uh, have, have brought in our day. When we talk about people having faith, that faith is the substance of things hoped for, evidence of things not seen. So people say, I have faith. The car that I don't have, I'm going to have. Substance of things hoped for. I hope that one day I will have a car. I receive the car. I receive the, that money. I have a jet. These are the things that people are using the faith for. But that is not the only thing. You should also use your faith for the heaven that you have not seen. Jesus said, in my father's house are many mansions. And if it were not so, I would have told you. I go to prepare you a place and after I will come and receive you. Hallelujah. There are crowns. There are thrones. There are blessings. There are things. Bible talks about the fact that those who win souls, they will shine. They will shine. Like the forever. They will be bright. They will, they, will, they will be crowns. They will be wise. Bible talks about a crown of life. He said those who will do well and they will go through whatever they need to go through when they get to the other side. Some of them will have a stone. And in that stone, the name, the new name of our Lord will be. There are things that you don't even know what it is. You see, today, if you don't have a mobile phone, hey. you are not part. Hey. Can you imagine that somebody still has a cable phone? I mean, those days when you are going to have a call from abroad, they call first to tell you when the actual call will come. Then they will travel and go and come and say, your brother says he's going to call in two days' time, at this time. And two days, you wear your nice thing, you go and wait for the call to come. Hey! Just 20 years ago, just 20 years ago, the uh, mobile phone was not known. If 25 years, somebody said that, I'll give you a mobile phone. You wouldn't know if I don't have mobile phone. What does it do? But today, if you don't have a mobile phone, you notice that you are not part of the modern people. In the same way you may be here, you may not understand what is that uh, stone, a tree of life, a, a white stone, a manna. The, the Bible talks about in Revelation, those who will what? Overcome. I will give them. Then he begin. You may not know what it is, but you better rise up and believe that there is something. Look, he that has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit saith unto the churches. To him that overcometh, I will give to it of the hidden manna, and I will give him a white stone, and in the stone a new name written, which no man knoweth, saving he that receiveth it. 
He said, when you overcome, when you end up there, they will give you a new stone. You eat a manna. Different things. So, what manna? How does it help us? We need, but I'm telling you, when you cross over, without this white stone, you may, you, you may not even be happy. God has called us to be fruitful. I said, God has called us to be fruitful. I said, God has called us to be fruitful. Thank God for the many shoes that you can count. Thank God for the many wigs that you can count. Thank God for the dresses that you don't even know that you have them. Thank God for the money that is accumulating in your bank account. But it is time for, to, for you also to be fruitful as a, a Christian. God demands a, a fruitful Christian. Your purpose, God created you. He saved you to be fruitful. The first, the original blessing is for us to be fruitful. So anything outside fruitfulness is not what God has ordained for you. That is why the spirit of poverty will be broken over your life. That is why barrenness will be broken over your life. That is why whatever does not allow you to be fruitful, we address it this morning. I said whatever does not allow you to be fruitful is being addressed now. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. You cannot be a, like a basket that is being used to fetch water. Some of us, no matter how much you receive, everything go, goes away. No matter how much, God wants you to be fruitful. That is the reason why after we were saved, we're not taken to heaven, but God has left us here. Because there are people who need to come to heaven. There are people who will die and go to hell if we don't go. Hallelujah. Look through the Bible. There was not a single person that God did not ask to be fruitful. Turn your Bibles with me to 2 Peter chapter 1. I'm trying. 2 Peter chapter 1. Can we read from verse number 4? Quickly. Okay. Can we read together one? Go. Whereby are given unto us exceeding great and precious promises, that by these ye might be partakers of God wants us to partake of his divine nature. God is very fruitful. Hallelujah. Let's continue. Having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. So, the, 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 the corruption, God, is, is the Bible that tells us the root of problems in this world. It said the corruption, the corruption that we see in the world is because of lust. Now, lust is a, a strong desire to have a, an animalistic longing to possess and to own and to have. Do you understand? Okay. Yeah. Lust is not only towards sex. That is the one people, but people have lust even for sleep. There are people, there are ladies here that you have lust for shoes. Shoes that you've bought, you've not worn it, but you buy. Every time you go, you buy. You just want to buy. You just want to buy. Even though you don't need it, you don't use it, but I need more. You have things that you don't even know where it is. You have dresses that, you all your money, you are very rich. By now, you should be 
I mean, having a lot of money, all your money is converted into shoes, into wigs, into mufflers, rings, and you are very rich. And it can come, that last, the last to own, the last to have, the last to can let you be corrupt. Bible say that the corruption that is in the world, it comes through lust. When there is a, a longing to have things, it will cause you to be corrupt. You need to find ways, crude and wicked ways of having that is not allowed. Let's continue. Verse number five. And beside this, giving all diligence add to your faith virtue. Hallelujah. Amen. Your faith, Bible says you should add to your faith what? Virtue. Okay, let's continue. And to virtue, knowledge. And to knowledge, temperance. And to temperance, patience. And to patience, godliness. And to godliness, brotherly kindness. And to brotherly kindness, charity or love. For if these things be in you and abound, they make you that ye shall neither be barren nor unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. If these things be in you. So the things that does not allow us to be fruitful. The things that does not allow us to be fruitful is the last that brings corruption. And when the last, okay, the last causes you to be corrupt, the things that he mentioned, that if these things be in you, add to your faith, faith will go away. Because you know that you should, God says, that shall not steal. But now you want to have something that you cannot afford. So you need to do over-invoicing, under-invoicing, shifting carbon, doing something to have. So your faith that God doesn't want you to steal will not work because the last to have something will cause you to put your faith aside. How many know somebody, not you, that has put his faith aside? He knows that what he was doing was not good, but because the last... So lust can let your faith not to work. Lust will give birth to corruption. When somebody is corrupt, it is because there's a lust for something. You may not know. The lust to have a house that he cannot afford. The lust to have something. Sometimes instead of marrying ordinary town girl, who, yeah, you want to marry a slave queen. Whose lunch you cannot afford? You want to marry a lady, I mean, the one you have seen in a movie. <laughs> Are you here? But instead of marrying ordinary, I mean, town girl, beautiful, who is understanding? You know, one day a, a guy, a guy said, uh, Pastor, he wasn't a believer, he was an unbeliever. He said, I don't like ladies who are not expensive. <laughs> so, so why? He said, no. If you have a lady and it's very expensive and you know how to chop money, it causes your mind to work. 
because you are always looking for money. You will find ways of getting money. He said, the ladies who achieve it, they don't make my mind work. But the one who calls money that I don't have, he said, my mind begins to work. My mind begins to work. Hey! <laughs> How's the lady sitting by you? <laughs> Are you cheap or expensive? <laughs> what a shock, what a shock, what a shock, what a shock. Hallelujah. But the last, the last to have a wig you cannot afford. A Brazilian head that you cannot afford. You can easily allow somebody to squeeze your breast so that you can have Brazilian wig. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Corruption. You know that you, you don't need to do, but you are thinking about how the hair will look and how it will dangle and you will throw it like this and the hair will go like this. And sometimes, I don't know, they do it and they put two over here. I don't know what it means, but it, it's nice. It's nice. Hallelujah. Are you here? God will give you whatever you are looking for. Wait for the right time. You know, one day I was a, a small boy and I saw my mother, you know, not this, uh, what do you call, fast food uh, chicken that has come. You know, the olden days chicken. The one you need to run after. Do you understand? Then you cut the chicken. Then you give the chicken uh, its last water for the road. Do you understand? It's like you are coming to die, take some water. Uh, before you die. Then you put a chicken and then you, you saw through the neck. How many were there? Or you, uh-huh. or you are not from a village? You were born in 98 or 2000? Those of you who were born after 2000, I don't think that you understand this. <laughs> you, 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 you have the KFC generation. Hungry lion generation. You don't know this. You see, but... Let me finish my story. And when you see that they have given the two ties and the back and the different things to some of the members in the family, and you, they have put the, the two legs on the neck, on your food, you can be angry. Yeah. So I was angry as a small boy. I said, one day, when I also grow up, I will buy a big chicken and I will eat all of it. I will eat the legs, the tie, the, the, the back. You see, the back, it looks like a canoe. Like a canoe like that. You get it? Then there will be, I don't know whether it's eggs or whatever. Yeah, will be yeah, in it. You see that it is on somebody's day, but you have this slim neck with two legs on it like that. Then you make a sign of the cross that will lie. One day, when I also have money, I will eat a whole chicken. Now I can buy four chicken today. But I don't even know what, it doesn't even occur to me to eat the chicken. I'm telling you. I can buy for by the grace of God. Even one piece, it's enough. You see, the things that you don't have, don't let last, let you be corrupt. One day you will have it more in abundance. Oh, brother, 
You want to backslide because of a lady? Don't backslide. Concentrate and become fruitful. One day you will see your own wife. Make a say, where you are we are late. Come on, we are. You will be surprised. You will be surprised. Something that is making you backslide. Not save God. See, see, you, you have seen a brother, you want him so much that you want to throw your faith and God aside. One day you have more than enough. When you see your husband, they say, I'm tired. Can we go now? I'm telling you. Whatever is bringing lust and causing you to be corrupt and not allow you to be fruitful, drop it. Tell somebody, drop it. Drop it. With time. With time, you'll be surprised. The dresses that you think that is going to cause you to backslide, with time, you have more than you can wear. More than you can. Shoes. You have more shoes. You have everything you have spare. So don't be corrupt. Don't backslide because of this. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Are you there? Oh, yes. Because the Bible says that true, the last in the world brings corruption. If not, these are the things that are going to have. You have to add to your faith what? Virtue. And to add to virtue what? Knowledge. Then to knowledge what? Temperance. And to temperance, patience. And to patience, godliness. And to godliness, brotherly kindness. And to brotherly kindness, which is love. And to love what? Bible says, if these things be in you and abound, they will make you that you will not be what? Barren or unfruitful. So what is fighting your fruitfulness is the lack of faith. And this lack, lack of faith, lack of knowledge, lack of what? Temperance, virtue, all the things that have, when you lack, Bible says, if these things are in you and are bound, they will make you that you will not be barren and you will not be unfruitful. In other words, if these things are in you, they are going to cause you to be fruitful. The reason why you cannot read your Bible, you are in hurry, is to make some extra money. Hello? The reason why you want to do over time is to make extra money. The reason why brotherly kindness is not working is because you don't care like you should. So if you see somebody who is not fruitful as a Christian, it is the lack of these things. Hello? Are you here? If these things are taken care of, you will see that you are going to. How does faith come? Reading the Bible and believing it. How does knowledge come? By reading different things. But we don't even have time. Some of us, we pray in the washroom when you are bathing. That is when you do your quiet time. When you pull the dressing, oh Lord, then you, you are you are in the bathroom. Hey. And when you even get food, instead of praying, you hear, blessed bless. Then uh, I, what prayer is that? Blessed bless. Who is the blessed and who is the bless? You see the food, you make sign of the cross. There you go. But God wants you to be fruitful. I said, God wants you to be. Fruitful. You need to be fruitful. And to be fruitful. You know, I can go round and round and be winding, but I'm giving you what to make you fruitful. If you don't have faith in God. If you don't believe in God. Can I tell you something? 
be seated. It's a church. Listen carefully. The things that we do in church, when you come to church, it doesn't make economic sense. It doesn't make financial sense. Okay. Are you here? Coming to church, giving offering, paying your tithes, dancing. It doesn't make economic sense. Your time that you are using economically is not sensible. Financially, it's not sensible. Do you understand? Yeah. It is only when you have faith in God. It only makes spiritual sense. So when you are not spiritual and you are not godly and you don't have faith, you will find these things to be useless. Okay. You will find it to be foolishness. Why do I go to church to waste my time? Because you don't have faith. Hello? Hi. Have you heard somebody saying that? Why do you go to church and give an offering? Because it doesn't make financial sense. It doesn't make economic sense. Investment uh, sense, it doesn't make. It only makes spiritual sense. Hallelujah. Are you here? That is our faith. Faith towards God. If you don't have faith. Because, look, you can go to work. uh, You notice that there is a void in your heart. There is a void that when they even pay you your salary, it doesn't bring joy. There's something that only God can feel it. How many have noticed that you, there is sort of happiness, joy that you have, even as you pay your tithe and give offering, cannot be compared with where they give you the money. You would rather want to be in the house of God for the rest of your life. How, how, how many know that sometimes when you come to church, all your problems go away? All the problems, the anxiety, the bad thoughts. How many some bad thoughts have gone away this morning? It is only when you close, you are going back there, it's trying to come back. Because you are not replacing it with knowledge. The reason why bad thoughts don't go away is that there is no alternative. There is no option. Your mind is filled with only the bad thoughts. But give yourself option. Read the Bible. Read the stories. You see that your mind will have options, different things to think about. Either you are going to think about the story of Joseph, the story of David, the story of Paul. Different. You have different things, but now you don't read the Bible. You have not added to your faith knowledge. So when you are thinking, you think of only the bad things that you, you know. But if you sit down and read the Bible, you notice that you have options. You have so many things to think about. And I, as you do that, you may not know how the knowledge of this thing is going to make you fruitful. Brotherly kindness. Hmm? And what a good patience, temperance, kindness, love. These are the things that is going to make you fruitful. Hallelujah. Amen. So quickly, I want us to go through the few people that um, we can. Then we'll be out of here. We'll read uh, fast uh, scriptures and we close and we go. Is that okay? Yes. Okay, so we saw last week that God's purpose for Adam was fruitfulness. Is that not it? That is what we've read. He blessed them and said, be fruitful and multiply. Number two, God's purpose for Abraham was fruitfulness. You see it in Genesis chapter 17, verse number four to six. Is it there in your Bible? For, he said, as for me, behold, my covenant is with me, 
and thou shalt be a father of many nations. Neither shall thy name be called, neither shall thy name any more be called Abraham, but thy name shall be called Abraham. For a father of many nations I have made thee, and I will make thee exceeding fruitful. Are you there? And I will make nations of thee, and kings shall come out of thee. Amen. Amen. May nations come out of you. May kings come out of you. Indeed shall many people be blessed. When you are a Christian, you need to find out how many people are going to heaven because of me. Who is going to heaven because of me? Whose life has become better because of me? May you have so many people who will point that because of you, I'm now serving God. Because of you, I have stopped drinking. Because of you, I have stopped uh, sniffing something. Because of you, I have have stopped uh, swearing. Number three, God's purpose for Isaac was fruitfulness. In Genesis chapter 26, verse number one to four, the Bible says, and there was a famine in the land beside the first famine that was in the days of Abraham. And Isaac went unto Abimelech, the king of the Philistines, unto Jerah. And the Lord appeared unto him and said, Go not down into Egypt. Dwell in the land which I shall tell thee of. Sojourn in in this land, and I will be with thee, and I will bless thee. For unto thee and unto thy seed will I give all these countries. And I will perform the oath which I swear unto Abraham thy father. And I will make thy seed to multiply as the stars of heaven. Hallelujah. And I will give unto thy seed all these countries. And in thy seed shall all the nations of the earth be blessed. Amen. Amen. You can see that God's, when God calls somebody, when God saves you, when God brings you in, his purpose is for you to be what? Fruitful. Number four was Jacob. In Genesis chapter 28, verse number one to four, the Bible says, And Isaac called Jacob and blessed him and charged him and said unto him, Thou shalt not take a wife of the daughters of Canaan. Are you there? Arise, go to Padaranam, Padanaram, uh, to the house of Bethuel, thy father's, thy mother's father, and take thee a wife from thence of the daughters of Laban, thy mother's brother. And God Almighty bless thee and make thee what? Fruitful and multiply thee, that thou mayest be a multitude of people, and give thee the blessings of Abraham to thee and to thy seed with thee, that thou mayest inherit the land wherein thou art a stranger, which God gave it unto Abraham. Hallelujah. So we see again that the purpose of God calling Jacob was also to be what? fruitful. Are you here? So, God has a purpose for our lives. In every generation, in every life, whoever you are, God's purpose for your life is to be fruitful. 
Amen. Amen. The next one, what number is it? Number five. God's purpose for Joseph was fruitfulness. Genesis chapter 49, verse number 22 to 26. Genesis chapter 49. Bible says Joseph is a fruitful bough. Even a fruitful bough over a wall whose branches ran over the wall and archers have sorely grieved him and shot at him and hated him, but his bow abode in strength. Hallelujah. And the arms of his hands were made strong by the hands of the almighty God of Jacob. From thence is the shepherd, the, the stone of Israel, even by the God of thy father, who shall help thee, and by the Almighty, who shall bless thee with the blessings of heaven above, blessings of the deep that lie under, blessings of the breast and of the womb, the blessings of thy father have prevailed above the blessings of my progenitors unto the uttermost bound of the everlasting hills. They shall be on the head of Joseph and on the crown of his head of him that was separate from his brethren. Hallelujah. Something I want to point out quickly. Sometimes many people want to prosper and want to do well, but they don't know that prosperity, fruitfulness, abundance also comes with hatred. If you are not ready to be hated, if you don't want to be spoken against, for people to people who have not known you will be talking about you as though they went to school with you. A wicked man. Bible says that Joseph was a fruitful bow, but the arches shot at his own brothers, his own family members shot at him. But I like what the Bible says. It said, but his bow abode in strength. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 May God prosper you. I say, may God make you fruitful. May nothing be able to bring you down. As they shoot at you, you will be prospering. As they speak against you, you will be advancing. You shall prevail. Nothing shall bring you down. I speak fruitfulness. I said, I speak fruitfulness in every aspect. In the name of Jesus. May you be fruitful in every aspect of your life. We call something holistic success. Holistic success is not just the success that is in your education and in them. No. A success that is in every aspect of your life. So whatever is under your hand and whatever you are doing, we declare that there shall be a holistic success. You will be successful in physical, material, educational, professional things. And when it comes to spiritual things, your faith towards God, your calling, your mission, your purpose, you shall also be fruitful in the name of Jesus. It is, it is unbelievable to see somebody who is able to finish a first degree, do the master's, go on and do PhD. He's called a doctor. He's becoming a professor. Very, very successful. And when it comes to church, he doesn't even know John 3.16. He cannot have his quiet time. He cannot pray for his children. It's like when it comes to the things of God. No. That shall not be your story. In the name of Jesus. 
you will be successful in your profession, in all the, yeah, your employment. But so will you also be in the things of God. You should be able to rise up. Everybody here, you need to know how to pray. Because a day come that your certificates, your, your doctorate cannot answer for the cause and for the things that are happening. To know how to pray and to pray sometimes is even more important than having degrees. There are things that degrees cannot answer. There are problems that money cannot answer. There are things that only your, your, your acquaintance, only your fellowship and your relationship with God will be able to solve it. And that is how life is. You know, the material things will only satisfy this body. But there is a spirit in man, which is the actual you, needs to make contact with your maker, needs to make contact with the one to whom we have to deal with. When all is said and done, you will check out of this body. And that is where you are going. That is why if your spirit is not not fed, it's not, you, you don't address the spiritual needs of your, you always not be happy. It's like there's something, something is missing. You can't lay your hand on. How many know somebody, not you, that sometimes you are not sick, but you are also not well. There's something going on that you cannot put your hand on. Yeah, sometimes it's in your soul, in your spiritual condition. Sometimes you just need to lie down and pray. You just need to lie down and get a fellowship with God and everything will be over. Hallelujah. The next person was Manasseh and Ephraim. Manasseh. You look at the Bible and all these guys were called to be fruitful. But our time is almost up. In Genesis chapter 48, verse number 13 to 16, you see the calling of uh, the fruitfulness of Ephraim and Manasseh. These were the two sons of Joseph. And Joseph took them both, Ephraim in his right hand, towards Israel's left hand, and Manasseh in his left hand, towards Israel. That is Jacob's right hand. And brought them near unto him. And Israel, or Jacob, stretched out his right hand and laid upon Ephraim's head, who was the younger and his left hand upon Manasseh's head, guiding his hand witchingly. For Manasseh, for Manasseh was the firstborn. And he blessed Joseph and said, God, before whom my fathers Abraham and Isaac did walk, the God which fed me all my life. Are you there? All my life long unto this day. The angel which redeemed me from all evil blessed the lads and let my name be named on them and the name of my fathers, Abraham and Isaac, and let them grow into what? A multitude in the midst of the earth. Hallelujah. How many remember Jacob? The one, the confident trickster. The guy that if you joke with, he will take your bet right. Before you notice, he has done something which has taken all the, uh, uh, the flock, the heads, the cattle. They are giving birth to uh, uh, spotted and speckled. 
the one he wants. He knows how to. The one who negotiated with his uncle for two wives. You remember? This guy worked hard. He labored for 20 years. But you see what he said over here. He said, may the God who fed me. Some people don't know that hard work is, is, is by the power of God. Jacob did not say that my power, my arm, got me this. He was so fruitful when he was about to make, meet the Teofani, the one that he wrestled with. Bible said he was blessed. He was rich in cattle, in flock, in silver. In, but he asked the Teofani, he said, unless you bless me, I will not let you go. And as he was talking to his grandchildren, Ephraim and Manasseh, he did not boast of his own strength. He said, the God who fed me, hallelujah, the God who delivered me from all evil, the one, the angel who appeared to me and delivered me. You see, you need to come to a place that you will know that, you know what, the best you can do, the best, at the best of your life, you are just a man. You cannot see even one minute from now. Hello? Hi. Do you know that we don't know what the next hour, what is going to happen next hour? Yeah. Look at pastors. 2029. 20, uh, yes. 2019. They did not know that there was COVID. Everybody was a year of success, a year of abundance, a year of breakthrough. Then we, yeah, December, the, then we come to March. If you're a man of God, why didn't you see just uh, three months from where we were? A year of breakthrough. They, they had, we had programs of what you are going to do this month. You see that at your best. You are a man. It takes God. Hallelujah. That is why you cannot be too proud. You need to allow God to take you through. Hallelujah. And I see God making you fruitful. In the name of Jesus. In closing, the purpose of God's purpose for Rebecca was fruitfulness. Genesis 24 60. Are you there? Quickly. And they blessed Rebecca and said unto her, Thou art our sister, be thou the mother of thousands of millions, and let thy seed possess the gates of those who hate them. Hallelujah. The purpose of God for Ishmael, even the, the, the what do you call it? The contraband goose. The Ishmael was Abraham's son, but not through the promised woman. Do you understand? Even God said that, look, you also be blessed. Genesis chapter 17, verse number 20. And as for Ishmael, I have heard thee. Behold, I have blessed him, and I will make him fruitful. I will multiply him exceedingly. Twelve princes shall be begat and I will make him a great nation. Another time I will go into this. That's why when you go to, when you see the Arab nation, there are 12, 12 of such. Yeah, Iran, Iraq, Omen, uh, uh, Omen eh? Yeah, Oman. There are 12 of this over there. All Islamic. <laughs> anyway. The next one, God's purpose for Israel was fruitfulness. Esther chapter 1, verse 6 and 7. And Joseph died, and all his brethren, 
and all that generation and the children of Israel were what? Fruitful and increased abundantly and multiplied and waxed exceedingly, exceeding mighty, and the land was filled with them. Hallelujah. And the last but not the least is that God's purpose for the believer is fruitfulness. Tell somebody, God's purpose for me is fruitfulness. Colossians chapter 1 verse number 10. Colossians chapter 1 verse number 10. Can we read it together? One, go. That ye might walk worthy of the Lord unto all pleasing, being fruitful in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of God. Hallelujah. Bible says that we should walk worthy. 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 God saved us. Are you here? He sent his son to come and die for us. And there's a purpose. And God is admonishing us. The Bible is admonishing us that when you are saved, you are born again. You need to walk worthy of the call. You need to walk worthy of the reason why you are saved. Hallelujah. There's a reason why I am saved. There's a reason why you are saved. There's a reason God saved us. And there's a reason God saved you the day, the time he did. And that reason is for you to be what? Fruitful in every good work. Hallelujah. And there are not people that will go to hell if you don't talk to them. You know, salvation is like having a chair, the chair you are sitting on, the four legs. The legs that you are, you are seeing, if you remove one, the other three cannot remove themselves and be where you have removed the one. There are people that only you can help them to go to heaven. I don't even know them. I don't stay near them. You stay closer to them. How come you are expecting me to win the people that is in your uh, office? You are the best person to win those people. Hallelujah. You need to walk and work worthy of the Bible says that we should walk worthy of the Lord in what? All pleasing. In all pleasing. Being what? Fruitful. Tell somebody I'm going to be fruitful. Tell another person, I demand that you also become fruitful. That is why God saved us. Tell the person, without fruitfulness, you will not fulfill your purpose. And I see you becoming fruitful in Jesus name Amen stand to your feet and let's go okay I want you to pray for yourself I want you to pray for yourself just just for a short time listen to me lift your uh, hands your two hands to the Lord and tell the Lord if you can use anything Lord you can use me if you can use anything, Lord, you can use. Make me fruitful. Use me. Make me fruitful. Take my hand, Lord, and my feet. Touch my heart. Touch my hand, Lord. Speak to me. It's your prayer. If you can use anything, Lord, you can use Lift your hands and begin to talk to God. Lord, make me fruitful. Fruitful in my body. Fruitful in my thoughts. 
fruitful in all I do, in my faith, in my calling, in my ministry. Lord, make me fruitful. Oh, yes, Lord. Oh, yes, it's your prayer. Oh, yes, pray like you mean it. Now, Lord, may people go to heaven because of me. Lift your hand and call on God for just about a minute. For just a minute. Everybody lift your hand. Call on God. Call on God. That may people go to heaven because of me. Lord, I don't know much. I don't know much. I don't know much. But if you can use anything, Lord, please use me. I want to be used by you. May I be fruitful. I pray for the original blessing. The original blessing. Say, be, be blessed. Be fruitful and multiply. Be fruitful and multiply. Be fruitful and multiply. In the name of Jesus. Sing to him if you can use. If you can use anything, Lord, you can use. Lift your hand and let the Lord use you. If you can use anything, Lord, you can use me. Oh, take my hands, Lord, my feet. Yes, touch my heart. Touch my heart, Lord, speak to me. If you can use anything, Lord, you can use. For the last time, if you can use anything, Lord. If you can use anything, Lord, you can use me. If you can use anything, Lord, you can use me. Touch my heart, touch my heart, Lord, speak to me. If you can use anything, Lord, you can use me. Please put your hand on your heart. Father, I pray in the name of Jesus. Let every stony heart be broken. Lord, give us the heart of flesh. A heart that will do your will. A heart that will love you. A heart of God. That will be filled with your with your love, with faith, with temperance, with kindness. Oh yes, Lord, to do, to add unto our faith the things that will make us fruitful. If these things be in us and abound, it will make us that we will never be buried nor unfruitful. Father, we pray. Oh yes, and rebuke the spirit of barrenness and unfruitfulness. Lord, let the lack in our lives be over. I address physical lack, lack of money, lack of wealth, lack of employment, lack of the needs and the things, the wants and the things such as we need in this life. I address it. Lord, I pray for fruitfulness spiritually that we will have spiritual sons and daughters that will be fruitful, that we will bear much fruit according to your word in the name of Jesus. And Lord, I pray also, make us fruitful in our body, in material wealth, in our finances. Hey, anything that we need, may we not lack because of your mighty hand. We give you all the glory in Jesus' mighty name. And all shall say, Amen. Please, with your eyes closed at this point, close your eyes with me. If you are here, somebody invited you. 
or you came on your own, or you've been coming, but this morning you want to say, Pastor, pray with me and pray for me. I want to give my life to Jesus. I want to be born again. Perhaps you don't even understand what it means to be born again. All you want to say is that I don't want to go to hell. I want to be in heaven when this life is over. Please, pray with me and pray for me. If this is what you are saying, lift your hand wherever you are. Only your right hand. Lift only your right hand. You want to be born again. Only your right hand with your eyes closed. Only your right hand. Lift it high above your head and I'll pray with you. God bless you. God bless you. Keep it lifted. Keep it lifted. God bless you. God bless you. Father, behold every hand that is lifted. I pray for your sons and I pray for your daughters. Let the grace of God that brings salvation appear unto us. Lord, deliver us from bondage, sickness, pain, illness. And Lord, save our life. We lift our hands, O God, and acknowledge that you are Jesus, the Son of the living God. You died for us. Please save us from our sins and save us from our destruction. In the name of Jesus. If you've lifted your hand and I want you to do one last thing. Move and come to me, my brother. Move and come, my, my sister. Yes. Yes, come. Come. Yes. Come. My sister, come. God bless you. Come. Come to me. From the back. From everywhere. Come to me, my sister. Come to me, my brother. From the back. Come. Come. From this side, you are coming. Come. Come. God bless you. You lifted your hand. Come quickly. Come quickly. God bless you. God bless you. Come. My sister, come. God bless you. God bless you. Come to me right here. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. I'm waiting for you from the back. Yes, come. Come. If you are coming, come. Move and come to me. God bless you. God bless you. God bless you. I'm waiting for you. Listen to me. Maybe you are here, you are thinking, should I do it today or another time? Listen. You only have now. I don't know what the future holds. Many people are 80 years, 70 years, 60 years, and they are not born again. Salvation, getting born again is a door, it's opportunity. When God gives you that opportunity and you don't enter the door, you may be alive, but you may never be able to be born again. Don't think that people who are 80 years and have not been born again, they have never had the opportunity. No. Move and come. I, I believe that there are people here that the Lord is speaking to you. You are thinking, should I do it or should I not do it? At least five people. At least five people. Move and come. I'm waiting for you so we can pray. Move. Move and come. Father, in the name of Jesus. Don't say I will do it another time. This is the time. This is the time. Enter into the door of salvation. This is the opportunity. I'm negotiating and bargaining for your very life. You cannot go to hell. God brought you here for this purpose. Move and come quickly. We are waiting for you so we can pray together. Are you coming? Quickly, quickly, quickly. Okay, please those in front here, lift your two hands to the Lord and say this prayer with me. Say with me. Say, Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus. This afternoon, I come to you just as I am. Please forgive me. I am sorry of all my sins. 
from now, I believe in you. Jesus, you are the son of God. You died for me and you rose again. Lord Jesus, I receive you into my heart as the Savior, the Master, and the Lord over my life. Thank you, Jesus, for saving my life. Thank you, Lord, for dying for me. Please write my name. Mention your name. My name is... Please write my name in the book of life. From today, I will follow you. From today, I will walk with you all the days of my life. In Jesus' name, amen. Say, Satan, from now, I don't belong to you. I belong to God. I belong to Jesus. Therefore, whatever you have in me, I reject it. I refuse it. I rebuke it in the name of Jesus. I belong to Jesus and I will follow Jesus all the days of my life in Jesus name. Amen. Hallelujah. Father, I thank you for your wonderful children. I pray with them that you will be with them. You will walk with them. That you will show them your grace and your mercies. Your love, Lord. That they will know you until the very end. Please bless them with your Holy Spirit and anoint them. Let them love you. Let them serve you. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Hallelujah. Listen to me. The decision you took this morning is the best of the decisions you've taken all your life. The decision to go to school made us able to write and to read. The decision to work put food on our table. But this decision will take us one day to heaven. Hallelujah. And you will never regret it. Can you see our brothers there? They are holding a card there. Yeah, follow me. They are going to share a word of prayer with you. Okay, and you come back. They will be served there as well. Is that it? Yeah, and they will also, after the prayer, they will serve you with something uh, cold or hot, depending on the temperature, and your life will not be the same. So I want you to follow uh, them. God bless you. God bless you. Can we follow them? Let's follow them. God bless you. 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 The rest of us, lift your hand and let's pray. Father, make us fruitful and deliver us from barrenness. Some of us, even what to eat is difficult. We don't know when the next meal will come. But Lord, as you are making us fruitful, as we pray for fruitfulness in every aspect of our lives, may we be spiritually fruitful, physically fruitful. May we have abundance. Oh yes, we receive it in accordance with your word. Bless us and let your name be glorified in our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. We hope you've been blessed by the word of God. Please worship with us every Sunday at 10 a.m. at LCI Megachurch, Lewisham Way, 79 Parklands Main Road, Cape Town, South Africa.